I want to speak about the time that I was living in San Francisco at the Caboose Well. I had met this girl. I think I met her on a Tinder or something. You know, I had been out there for a while. Lonely and shit. Decided upon myself, maybe I should like have, get a date or something. Cause I had got tired of living in that old folks home. One number of old people there, and I just wanted, you know, be among my peers and shit. So I found this girl, and she's, I think she was in her 30s. I believe she was around in her 30s somewhere in that vicinity. And I tell her, like, you know I'm a trans man, right? She's like, yeah, I know. She said, I read your profile. So everything's good. And she tells me, she says, I'm a nurse and I'm a traveling nurse. So right now I live in, in a, I think she said Sacramento. I was like, that's cool. She said, uh, one day soon, I'm going to be traveling out there to uh, San Francisco so we can meet up. I was like, okay, that's, she said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get a, 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 a motel, we can just hang out, we can just, you know, do whatever. I'm cool with it, but I tell her, off the bat, that uh, I can't stay the whole night, because the simple fact was, I had to work that day that she was going out there, I, I had a night job, I had a, a graveyard shift job out there at Ross. She's like, that's okay. I still just want to meet you because you seem pretty cool. I was like, you know, dope. <laughs> and she tells me about, you know, her previous relationships. And she had only dated um, men. But she, you know. But she was curious about women, too, at the same time. And she said that uh, she had never heard about a trans man before. And she just wanted to know what it was all about. So I was explaining everything to her, the ins and outs. And she was like, "You, I seen on your picture, you got a, like a full beard and mustache and everything. I can't, I can't believe it. That is so cool. She, she, and she just kept going on and on and on about me being trans. I didn't think too much of it. She told me that she had uh, two kids by this dude somewhere. I don't know where he was, and I really didn't care. But she said that she was, you know, she was single. So I'm thinking, okay, she's giving me the green light. Because, you know, if a chick gonna invite you into a, a, a motel, you know, that's the green light right there. Most women, they not gonna be direct and say, yeah, I wanna fuck. They gonna be indirect. You gotta read between the lines when it comes to women. I'm thinking to myself, I ain't gonna have enough time to be fucking with them, either. So the day comes. It's, it's at night, and she brings me a bunch of uh, testosterone needles. I guess
guess I must have told her that I had ran out or something. And since she was a nurse, she said that she had some. And she, you know, she donated them to me, gave them to me. And, and she drove me to San Francisco. And she said, at 12 o'clock, I'm just going to take you, uh, I'll take you to work. So you don't have to worry about getting on the bus. You're just going to be with me the whole time. So I'm like, hell yeah. So she started talking about sex and everything, how I do it, you know, what my dick look like, stuff like that. And sooner or later, we uh, go to, I think it was Japanese town. And it was this, this nice hotel was called a Kabuki Hotel. And when I go inside, it's like a whole Japanese thing. You know, you know, it's just beautiful everywhere. Real Japanese style. It looks like an ancient Japanese garden on the on the uh, in the backyard of a, of a hotel. And when we go inside, they have those silk screens that the Japanese people used to always have back in the day. If y'all want to look up the, uh, the Kabuki Hotel in San Francisco, you will see what I'm talking about, how beautiful it is. Because they, they show a couple of the rooms. The tub was nice. Everything was cool. That was like one of the better hotels I had ever been to. Except for like an area, I mean. Thinking this is this is dope. So we get inside, and she opens up, you know, the balcony, and she's and we start talking, and I, you know, I have my little smoke back in the time. Back in the day, I was, you know, I think I was smoking way, way, way more than I smoke now. You know, I was smoking maybe like four cigarettes a day. Now I smoke like one if that. Sometimes I smoke like one a week. So, all of a sudden, she gets to talking about the trans subject. She was like, why, why did you decide to transition? And I tell her how, you know, my gender dysphoria and stuff like that. And I tell her that I want to have surgery. She was, she was going off like she was mad that I wanted to have surgery. She was like, why would you do that to yourself when you could just take some medicine and I'm thinking to myself, she talking crazy. Like, what medicine can you take to make your titties disappear? But she she said it was this uh, old Japanese remedy that you can use, and it'll make you, it'll it'll make your chest disappear, and it'll make the fat you know disappear. And I'm looking at her like she she's just this chick is crazy, man. In a way that could be possible. If that was true, there would be a whole lot of skinny motherfuckers out here. No fat motherfuckers, because that would be the magic cure. So, she comes towards me. I'm sitting on the bed, and she starts rubbing my face. She was like, this is amazing, right? She's like, this is so sexy that you got all this facial hair. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, she's... She's like, let me see your dick. You know? And I don't know. I started feeling some type of way. And I don't know why. It was like how she said it. You know, it was not like 
she was asking in a sexual way. She was asking in, in more of a, I want to see what it looked like type of way. Maybe, you know, maybe it was just me. Sometimes I just think more about stuff than I'm supposed to, especially when it comes to my body. You know, with the dysphoria, you always thinking, where are these people coming from with this? She's like, let me see it, let me see it. So, of course, I'm going to ask this question. Is she going to say that? I'm going to say, okay, if you want to see my dick, you go let, let me see your pussy. You know, let me let me see your uh, your titties and your pussy. I said, take your clothes off. And she got offended. <laughs> I said, straight up, I'm for real. I'm, I, I was like, yeah, let me see your shit. Since you want, since you want to see my shit so bad, I said, if you want to see mine, let me see yours, tit for tat, right? And she was like, no, 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 forget that, no. She's like, I want to see your dick before we fuck. If I can't see your dick, then we might as well not do nothing. So we go on and on. Back and forth with this same conversation about my dick. So she decides upon herself that she's gonna look up FTM penises on on uh I guess it was you Yahoo search or something. And she was like looking at it, she was like, wow. She's like, your dick look like this. She's like, how many inches is it? You know? I was like, hell no, my dick don't look like that. My dick is it don't have a uh, attach. It's not attached like that. That shit is unattached. And she was like, she got the more uh intrigued. Like I don't know what was what was up with this chick. Like I think she it was more of a fetish for her. She was getting more turned on. The more that she learned about, the more turned on she was getting. But for me, it was making me more and more uncomfortable. So I noticed it's around 1130. And I tell her, you know what? You can go ahead and drop me at work. And, you know, I'll talk to you another time. She was like, oh, she, she was like, well, we not going to fuck. And I say, well, I told you before. Before you picked me up that I had to go to work. And she's like, you just going to leave me horny like this? You ain't going to give me nothing? She mad. She mad as fuck. And I'm like, you know, I'm sorry, but I told you I got to go to work. It ain't like I'm just going to call off. So we get in the car. She drive me off. She dropped me off at uh, Fourth and Market. And I, I get inside Ross. And I'm horny as shit because you know I want the fuck, but I couldn't. But at the same time, I feel violated. Like, I don't know why I was having these feelings. It just felt like... Like she violated me in some type of way, but she didn't in a certain type of way. I don't know. I can't explain it. Like she treated me like a piece of meat. <laughs> That's what the shit felt like. So after I got off work at seven o'clock, I called her back in the morning. And I asked her, 
and she wanted to meet up. She's like, no, that's all right. She's like, well, you you left me hanging, so I had to uh, go and take care of myself in the shower. So, you know what that means. I said, yeah, you, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. There ain't nothing I can do about that because I had told you. And I, and I asked her how many days you going to be out here. And she said she didn't know. So I'm thinking to myself, well, that's just, uh, you know, a piece of pussy that I didn't let go because there was no way that I was going to, you know, get her because she bad as fuck. Talking about she was sexually frustrated. I had sexually frustrated her. So a couple of days go by and she texts me and she tells me she tells me she's still at the motel and she was talking to one of her uh, bosses. And after I started talking to her, as time, you know, go by, she lets me know that she ended up fucking her boss that night because, well, it was basically because I think she said, well, the reason why I didn't want to pick you up is because I know how you feel about about somebody that just had, uh, had sex with somebody else. And you, uh, you know, having sex with me afterwards. So I figured that I blew my chance with you. And I'm sorry, she said. And I was like, yep. She's, I was like, I'm glad that you told me because I'm really not into that. You know? And that shit is nasty to me. You, you don't have sex with somebody. Especially, uh, you know somebody dicking you down and then you have some, have somebody eating your pussy out like that, that shit was not gonna work so that was the end of her she would call me every once in a while or text me every once in a while and I don't know I just felt some type of way about that chick I think she was one of the purest fetishers that I had ever met because most women, they just don't come off like that. I don't know. That's what happened on that day at the Kabuki Hotel. But I often wonder if, if I ended up fucking with her, the things would have been different. The world may never know.